Salutations, friends. Thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to the Recap Book Chat. My name is Kate, and this is my mom, Sheila. And we are just so excited that you're with us today. And I wanted to share a quote from Teddy Roosevelt. I am part of everything that I have read. What have you been reading? We'll share with you what we've been reading and what's at the top of our book stack. And welcome to the Recap Book Chat. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. We are diving into a classic. It's actually a second classic. This was a, a, a version of, what would you call an adaptation of an original version. And this one is called Little Pilgrim's Progress by Helen L. Taylor. And it has beautiful pictures, too. So this is John Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress kind of written or adapted for um, a younger audience and he so he wrote that in 1678 which is just crazy it's amazing that it is still around today and with us to recap is Jonah hi and Titus hello and there are kid lit locker experts that are going to help us unpack the little pilgrim's progress from so, a different perspective. Where did you, because you're the one I think that told me about the original version. Where did you first hear about just the original Pilgrim's Progress? Oh, I, I've heard about that for a long time. And Cindy Duvall, she told me about this one, but I'm glad you loaned me your copy. Uh, she loaned me her copy and I never got it read and I gave it back to her. And then, uh, you brought me yours. And I, once you get into it, of course, you will read it. But, you know, you just got to sit down. You have to sit down and make it a, a, a priority. But there's a lot of life lessons from the book. Boys, what, what, what do you remember from the book? It's been a while since your mom read it to you. So I remember the part when, um, when like, he, I think it was in the movie, and my in the book, it was the part when he says, like, every time like I read this book, he, like, his back gets heavier. Mm. Yeah, he had a burden. What, yeah. what, what does the burden mean, Jonah? All his sins. Mm -hmm. and, then, yeah. and then he also told in the movie about, like, like, he said, like, God, Jesus is the only one that can get rid of my burden. Mm-hmm. Well, I was amazed that Christian is the main character's name, and he's a little rabbit. Yeah. And I know you guys won't believe this, okay? But I'm just going to tell you, I think uh, Uncle Cam was here, so he can vouch for it. But I'm reading the book at the dining room table, and I look up, and in the yard, what do you think I see? A rabbit. Yeah. What? I'm not, I am not kidding you. And then... And then Cam saw him again. He said, you have a rabbit living in your yard. So I don't know if it was uh, Christian or Christina, but I think somebody came to visit. <laughs> well, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cool. You're that's reading about cool. a little bunny rabbit and you look out the window. And it's a little bunny and he doesn't hop away. He's just kind of looking at me. That's awesome. Maybe he says, oh, I see that he's reading my book. It's based off of me. Yeah, maybe well, he wanted I really to read like, I really like how they how Helen Taylor did that 
So the original one, it's it's the the main character is a man, but she simplified it and made it into kind of a kid uh, adventure allegory of the Christian journey. And um, well, it always was an allegory of the Christian journey, but she made it into a one that's easier for kids to understand. And all the characters and the little Pilgrim's Progress are changed into animals. So the main character is Bunny, but there's there's like an owl. There's all sorts of different animals. Yeah, are you remember like when he found that slop and he said like if you ask for help, help will come to you. Mm-hmm. I think he said that in the book too. So what do and you mean by movie. asking for help? What does that mean? That means like praying to God, help will come if you pray to God. Mm-hmm. And I remember when like um when like he went to that that one place and like. He, like and like in the movie, like the like the cave is open and he said no hope. Well, when when we start out, we should probably say kind of lay the foundation that Christian was living in a city called Destruction, yes. and the prince is a wicked and cruel man, yes. and he found an old book, and uh, he's reading it, but his companions laugh at him, and um, they want to just play all the time. That's all they, they don't want to do anything but play, but he, he is a deeper kind of rabbit and he, he's lost his mother and his father works all the time. Yeah. And like in the movie, in the movie, like, he's an adult. Yeah, no, in the, in movie, he's an adult and he's married to Christian. I mean, yeah, Christina, but in the book, he's not. Christina is his friend. Mm-hmm. Well, I haven't seen the movie. I just read the book, but um, it was yeah, an he- animated movie um, that we watched after the book. <laughs> Apparently, that stuck because Jonah keeps saying in the movie. But I know if, if you say that one more time, you're not getting any more sourdough. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Uh, in the movie, but if you made him do a Venn diagram, that wouldn't happen. You'd because you used to say, not a Venn diagram, no. So, Titus, what was what was a memorable part of the book for you? Well, first of all, um, I I wrote down a few things I would like to say. So, uh, the I would say the saddest part of the book is probably when Faithful dies. I agree. You want to tell us? I who, think the. Who was- Happiest part is when Christian and Christina reach the celestial city. And I say, um, I don't really have a favorite quote because I couldn't really think of one. I mean, there's a lot of good ones, though. And um, the grossest part would probably be the trolls, you know. Yeah, there were and a lot of scary parts, yeah. A very... I would say my very favorite part is when you get to the, when he got to the celestial city, is uh, cause like, you're in heaven and that's just so amazing. So that has to be my favorite part, basically. You know what yeah. I thought was weird? Did you notice the contrast between Christian's journey to the celestial city and Titus is right? So sad when Faithful was killed. And everything. And then Christina's journey to the celestial city. She has all these friends and she has a guide and all that. Her trip just seemed a whole lot easier, didn't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you blink and Christina's there. I mean, yeah, they had a few bumps in the road, but not like, I mean, he lost faithful. 
He lost his friend. And he had to do it alone. But if he hadn't done that, I don't think Christina would have gone. He paved the way for her to go. Yeah. Yeah, and I remember in the book, not in the movie, but in the book, uh, you said you don't want me to say okay. So in the book, I remember um part two when when like when like like that big mouse was there before it was there was like giant. You remember in part two, right. and then like 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 he killed the giant with his sword. You're right. So because he's very brave. So they made it easier for because a lot of things he either. You know, if they made a mistake, they left signs saying, don't do that, to help other travelers not mm-hmm. have as hard of a journey. Yeah. Well, and so also, I just... Christina made it in easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah. she had a guide. And did Kiko do that one house with all those princes? The house of the interpreters? Yes. The palace beautiful. Yeah. Yes. I think and she I, went to both I of I mean, they were also, like, they spent the night there, too. Like, for a little while, and then they sent back onto the road. And I said, I thought to myself, well, we're all Christina because we're not Christian because Christina had a guide and we have a guide. The Bible is our guide. And then we have fellow Christians. So therefore, our journey doesn't have to be hard unless we choose to make it. One of my quotes was, uh, knock and it shall be opened unto you. And then um, because it, it. that's important because the door's not going to open unless you knock on it. So you've got to do something. And another one was, I'm glad he has not stayed with us, for I don't think he would have done us any good. Now, mm. that's where Christian, he had a little problem there. Uh, yeah, because I'm screaming at him, don't do it, don't go, don't do this. <laughs> and he's doing it. You know, he, he met some people and he kind of got off track. And Christina had a brother that did that. It said, you know, not supposed to eat anything. And he ate something and he got sick. That was their like worst part. But, but when you are told and warned not to do something and then you go ahead and do it, that's, that's kind of when you're saying, don't do it, stop, stop. But, you know, but I think it was good that it's in there because that helps, helps us know that even though we will make mistakes and we will mess up, you can always get back on the right path. Yeah, because I remember, like, they're passing it, but it's like the garden of the evil. Like, you saw that apple, and did he eat it twice or just once? Just once. Yeah. I thought I remember that maybe. Oh, yeah. But do you remember the shepherds gave uh, Christian a map, and then they said, did you look at the map the shepherds have given you when you're off track? And then he went, oh, I forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, oh, he's a boy bunny because he doesn't want to ask for directions. <laughs> I said, way to go, Helen. Uh, Yes, he stayed true to, you know, this is, it is fiction, but yet there's some fact in there. Mm -hmm. And everyone's journey is different, too. And I Mm -hmm. think, you know, sometimes growing up and if you're growing up in a Christian environment and everything, that your journey is going to look a lot different than I know you did not. You had a different, a totally different upbringing. So that's going to have, you're going to have more obstacles and things like that. You know, everybody's different. And I think it's good to see everyone's, you know, everyone's journey is different and everyone has different obstacles and things they have to get through. And yes, you have but different we're all yes. heading through the same place, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, I, and helping others actually helps you because there was a time when Christian was shaking Faithful who wants to sleep in the enchanted ground and then Faithful ends up helping, helping him 
So, you know what I'm saying? You, you may have, like you said, it's different for everyone. We have, we have hills or mountains and then we have valleys and you need someone to help you when you're in the valley. And that's the, but the names were creative. Here's some names I wrote down. Simple, sloth, presumption, passion, patience, formalist, hypocrisy, timorous, mistrust, despair, ignorance, and pliable, and there, there were quite a few. I didn't write them all down, but I thought, so what a good way to teach vocabulary because they, uh, they had, they embodied the name. If you were slothful, then you were lazy. If you were simple, you were a ditz or a dummy or An obstinate. Yes. Yeah. My favorite part is when unfaithful changed. Really. Hopeful. Yes, hopeful. The mouse. When like when like he, when he was going, that mouse ran out of account, and he said, "I want to follow you in the journey." That's right. Yeah. So and and actually, he made it. And actually, it was because of Faithful's death that Hopeful changed. Yes, because he didn't like seeing that. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, because he had so, been living in Vanity Fair. He'd been yes. living there. And then and then when he saw um him, he's like, "I want to be on his team. I want to go and see where he's going." And then like. Like he went and he went to there. It kind That's... of reminded me of Stephen in the Bible in Acts 7 when he was killed. Yes. When Faithful was killed. It kind of resonated with that. I think that's probably what John Bunyan was going off of. Oh, yeah, it could have been. That's what an allegory can be, right? Well, yes. also, do you guys remember the anchor? That was one of my favorites when, when she was given that anchor and it said, if you... Uh, love the king, the hope that he will help you will keep your heart from failing through the greatest danger or difficulty. I think they gave. I think they gave her that at the palace, right? Mm-hmm. I think yes, they gave her that at the palace to help her. Do you guys remember who Valiant was? No. That was my favorite part in the book. Christian's dad. Oh. I don't really remember him. Yeah. Because you, a... you, you didn't think he was going to be there. Yes. I mean, you kind of wrote him off because he wasn't around. Yeah, I did. And then I'm like, ah, but that shows you don't give up on people. That's true. Because you kind of, you, you thought he was, uh, I just felt sorry for Christian having to make that journey by himself. I'm like, poor little guy. I mean, talk about grit. And, you know, I think it, it is, I like that it, it showed, too, that it is, that really, because every time he kind of got off the path, it was, he was going the easy way. Because usually there was an easy, nice path or a very difficult, scary looking path. So, and the path he was supposed to stay on was usually the hard one or the scary looking one. And the one that was easy and pleasant looking always led to trouble. So I think I like that allegory, too, to say, okay, if is everything going pretty easy in my life right now, you know? Yeah, yeah isn't I, that all because of fear? Like, you're either fearing something scary or you're fearing something hard. Yes. So it's actually fear. And then there was one place where it said something. It said, you must not expect to find any place where the wicked are not because they saw something and it looked good so they thought well this is we can let our guard down but you know we're supposed to have that armor the full armor of god on and you really can't put it down 
I remember in the book when like when like like in the map like like they went through the city that made you really tired. Remember in the book that and like I think they yeah. And they couldn't. Yeah, yeah they're not supposed to sleep. Yeah, and I remember in there too. Um, like Jesus, like like before, like they met that that rat. Um, like they like they they stayed in this one thing. Remember that one thing for um for like the pilgrims to rest in. Mm-hmm. They stayed in that, and then they found the rat. The rat. That's true. So it's like, I think I, I like that there was places of respite for the pilgrims, places mm-hmm. to go and get replenished. And they were always with other pilgrims that, um, and some of the pilgrims were called and to be in these cities of destruction, but to be there in order to help pilgrims, you know? So mm-hmm. I thought that was like you said earlier, everybody had a different job or everybody's different. And so I think God plays to our strengths he gives us talents and abilities and um, what it, it's, it's great to see that acted out and also see that when you come upon whatever kind of creature that you think is scary, you notice when the pilgrims faced them and didn't run, then they didn't know what to do. Yes. I remember in the book too, um, when like he's resting and those one people are coming, they they're, like they quit on the journey. They want to go back home. Like like they're going to like the home, of like they're going to like like the um city palace. I think it was those skunks, right? Was it? You remember when like he's resting and then people like I think it was skunks that uh, came over there and they asked him where we're going and like they encouraged him not to go the right way. Mm-hmm. And I remember, wait, remember too in like in the book when like he tricked them into going to the wrong path. Mm, so you have to be, you have to be careful. Yes, you have to be careful. And Aware. I think that's why it's important that Christian, he read the book. So he, he should have known. I mean, there's sometimes he got tripped up, but a lot of times he didn't because he knew, wait, this isn't true. This isn't what this says. Yeah, because, like, I remember, I think he was with somebody. When, like, when like, like there was this one guy which, like, like, which, like, pranked him to going in the wrong one. Like, the wrong way. Like, he was going straight, and then he made him, like, turn around and then go the other way. Mm-hmm. And then he it's got for- forgiven. All of his sins went, went to Jesus. And then, and then... Like, Jesus forgave them, and then he went back on the right path. Mm-hmm. And that's what life is, a series of going off and on and trying to struggle. And uh, I think the the main point of the book, though, is to show us uh, that there there's life is a struggle. It's a struggle, and you've got to choose a side. You can't be neutral. You can't. You just can't. Some of these characters tried to be neutral, but you're you're either for God or against Him. You, you can't and, be neutral. 
And I remember in the book, um, at the first beginning, the owl came and told stories. Evangelist. Yes, evangelist, which is the owl. And and that's in the book. That's how like like he like finally like like he told him like where to go, and the owl told him to go to the gate and the the gate, and he would tell you. Mm-hmm. And first, the first obstacle that they go through is the swamp. The slough, yeah. Oh, yeah, the slough. No, it's called slough. It's oh, called slough. Slough, yeah. Slough. Thanks. <laughs> the, slough, uh, the slough of despond. And that's where um, Pliable blames Christian and returns home. And then that, then the shortly after that, the squirrel named Help, <laughs> appropriately, named, appropriately named, he kindly helped Christian out. And then he meets Worldly, which is who Jonah was talking about, the young mink who tricked him into taking the wrong path. So he just constantly is bombarded, you know, with, but, you know, isn't that how it is in life? And people feel, you meet those, you know, there's energy vampires and then there's people who are inner, give you energy. So uh, he meets all different kinds. Yes. And it is, it is a journey. I mean, by the time you finish Christian story, you're tired. You're like, we have gone through a lot with Christian, and then you think it's over, and then it's it's not Christina. It's, it's like so first that's halfway. Yeah, because like we thought, like we forgot because in the beginning it said part one, and we thought it was just like a whole entire book, and then at the end it said part two. I know when I read to part one, and I and Christian made it. I th- I was so happy, but you still have like half the book, and I said I just didn't think I had the strength to read the second half. You know what I mean? But the second half, I have to tell people, was not as um, arduous as the first one. I didn't think. What about you guys? I agree. Me too. Me three. Okay, because you know Christina here, she had an entourage with her. And uh, everybody was, you know, nobody was negative Nelly. Uh, well, her brother had a little problem about eating the fruit. But other than that, everybody was pretty much working together. And then, oh, I love that guy. What was that guy's name? Was it Greatheart? I loved him. Yes, he was the guy. Oh. My favorite, oh, yes. Um, I think my favorite quote was when um, my favorite quote, quote was, like, when you pray, like, how it comes to you. I like that part when, when the owl said that. Because you like the evangelist. Yeah, because when my my two favorite characters were um were the owl and Christian. Mm. I really love the owl. Well, I liked Greatheart. I did. I liked Christian. Christian kind of has to be your favorite because he's the one who. You know, when everybody was playing in the City of Destruction, it was just like uh, playing all the time and not doing anything but play. You know, he's the one that had to say, this isn't what life's all about. What's the meaning of life? What's the purpose? Hey, Nana, I -hmm. think Christian was really brave when, remember, when he went in the field and faced that one wolf? Oh, yeah. Scary. I just remembered that. And her also, I just came to this, like, we was going to the palace, I think, there was these wolves, and, like, he said, 
Like, 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 they won't harm you because, like, they're, like, chained up mm-hmm. in the book. I remember that part. You had to go through. Yeah. You had to face. Yes. Yeah. But we don't even, you're like, you're lying. Like, I wonder if the skunks did that. You remember the skunks when, like, when, like, they encouraged them to not go that way? Mm-hmm. Like, I think they went for that, but they didn't have faith, so they just ran back. I well, it was a, it was definitely a journey, let me tell you, because yeah. I would like you said, I was tired. I was tired, and I, then on the, the I think that the wolves was right when Titus was talking about when he faced him. But there was an unusual part with Christina. Do you remember there was a a fog, and then Greatheart said, "Let's just wait because I think the path is there. We just can't see it." Do you remember that? And then the fog cleared and they would have fall fell, right? On, no, the path was there. No, they they saw there's the bunny again, guys. The bunny just <laughs> came by. Oh my goodness. You, you, want now? To, you want me to see if he wants to say something? <laughs> Take a picture. I um yeah, I'm afraid if I move around, I'll lose connection, but yeah. I'll, I'll try to take a picture. Well, that just tells me that's another confirmation. So, um, well, I, I I think that um, when, when uh, they they couldn't see the path and then they rested and then the fog lifted and because he said that that's the evil prince and he can make us think things aren't there when they are. So how many times do people kind of think they have no friend? I've heard people say, I don't have a friend in the world, but you really do. Yes. That is Satan making you think you don't have a friend in the world, making you think you're dumb or stupid or anything like that. When you have those negative thoughts, what should you do, boys? Um, Pray to God. Yeah. Stomp them out too, huh? Yeah. Like, like that them ant. Out. Yeah. Because the, you know how God created you, and God doesn't make junk. And uh, so I was just like, wow, it's powerful to see that acted out with uh, uh, animals with their cute little... Somebody did... Oh, I for, we forgot to mention the illustrator, Joe Sutphin. I, I love his drawing. Oh, he did a great I job. really love the rabbit. He's very cute in the picture, the rabbit. And the boys, they like, and there's a lot of illustrations. I really do like that version, and I'll put that in the show notes. But it, it's the fully illustrated, and I so love the, his pictures. They They're were very good, very good, super good. And and not where they would make, uh, you you know, like I'm I'm gonna say almost every page. I'm looking at the book, almost every. There's some pages that are all text, but most. Most of the time, there was a picture. If you have a, a text on all pa- on the both pages, then the next one there'll be a picture. So, yes, and I love like the beginnings of each story. There's always a capital letter, but there's like like there's like animals and stuff behind it. I love how that guy did that. Like yes. like for him, like he like like he wrote like an N or a T or anything. For like the first beginning of a word of the next chapter, it always it always like has like a letter and then like stuff behind it. The, the font was really beautiful, and it was, it's just it feels like a luxury book, <laughs> a yeah. luxury model one. So it's 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 a good well, heirloom it, thing to be passed. It, yes, and, and it was big. It's not one you want to take uh, with you, probably. You know, like to the pool or something to no. read. You know, it's it was pretty. It's it's bigger than a regular book. Yes, 
but it's a great and I read it to my boys, so I it was a read aloud. I loved it. It's a great read aloud. It was very good. I love that book. And it's really not hard to read. I mean, it's 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 easy to read, but the content is challenging. Like as far as like you said, it's kind of emotionally draining. You're going through all these obstacles, and so but the chapters are real small, so we just took it a chapter at a time, and uh, but it does go faster once you get part two. <laughs> yeah, well, part two, it just seemed like I wasn't laboring. Like I was with Christian in the slew. And I was with him in Vanity Fair, which is this really uh, evil city, which I think is funny that there's a magazine named Vanity Fair, which, uh, you know. Well, the whole purpose of Vanity Fair was to trap pilgrims to be so fun that they wouldn't want to leave. So Vanity mm-hmm. Fair has all these, like, fun things to do. And um, and you know what that reminded me of? It reminded me of Pinocchio because. Oh, the- what did they have? The island of. Yeah, the boys. That was yeah, yeah. I mean, good connection. I love the first part. How like it shows you kind of what happened. Like how like like Christian lost his parents and like um his mom. But like I love the pictures, you know, and like how it gives you like it shows you what kind of happened. Like you can like kind of make your own words, kind of what happened. You're right. Yeah, you do. You do have to look at the pictures and understand that his mom passed away because it doesn't tell you. No, until you get get, into it. You have like ten pages of pictures that kind of set the stage for you. I really liked um the guy's his drawings. Did you? Mm -hmm. He's very good at drawing. Good job. Yeah. And you you connected it with Pinocchio and I connected it with East of Eden. And I was just like, I don't know, but never before it's is it clear good versus evil is what I was yes. thinking. You know. Yes. Of course that's not a children's book. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pilgrim's Progress really wasn't a children's book either, was it? And but the one no. we read, she changed it a little bit. The yeah, one? we'll have to put John Bunyan's book on our list because uh, that's supposed to be such a good book for, um, you know, an allegory to the Christian life. So, but I, I think in this would be one you might read again. Oh, know? definitely. Because as the boys get older, it will mean different things to them, and they and they might be able to read it to themselves even. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I read. I when I when I was kind of curious, I read the two last pages. So, but I I know I read them in one minute because he wanted he wanted to see if Christian made it, so he snuck a peek. Well, now that he's reading, he he's corrected Nana on when I was reading to him. He said, "No, Nana, that says blah blah blah," and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, it does. I need my coffee. (laughs) Time for some coffee." Anyway. It wasn't a Christian. This was after Christian. We had just started Christiana, so I snuck on the back and looked at the two pages. I was like, "Yeah, she made it." Yeah, you just yeah. That's one way to cut out the stress. Yeah. (laughs) And um, in the beginning of the book, like it told like like that animals came from like different stuff and told stories about the electric. I mean, not the electric. The, um, uh, the uh, Celestial City. Yes, yeah, Celestial City. Way to remember that, guys. That's quite a mouthful, the Celestial City. Good job. Well, I kind of remember it. Well, I, 
I think that is a wrap on Little Pilgrim's Progress, written by Helen Taylor. And it's a wonderful read. Definitely an add uh, add that to a list. Um, it's a great allegory. Um, so so many good things to say about it. Yes, I'm not kidding. It's really worth your time. And it will be a memorable read. I think your kids would come back to it again and again. And you can make connections all over the place. And uh, keep those pages turning and those book lights burning. See you on the next one. Bye. See you later, alligator. After a while, crocodile.